So we're back. Uh, we're back with another episode here. Um, for you who've not subscribed yet, liked it, please drop a subscribe, drop a like. Appreciate all the love. Got a special guest here today, Tom Theo Karras. What's thanks, up, bro? Thanks for having me, brother. It's cool. Thanks, thanks for cool. having I'm me. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah. this is this is a very cool kind of moment. Like yeah. I, I first want to get out in the air here. You're 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 a big lad. Yeah, no, I was thinking the exact same about you, lad, man. Like, I was literally about to say it before we got on. Yeah. You're a big guy too. Yeah. How so much are you, you weigh? Are you? Oh, I'm like two ten right now. Yeah. So so right. I usually walk around like two two ten like you, yeah. and I'm six two. But right now I'm like 195 because I'm getting ready for a fight. Yeah. And I'm fighting at 185. 185. And then the plan is to get back down to 170. Yeah. And so I've been just kind of – and the thing is where I'm fighting, there's um, – I don't know if you guys know this, but like um, high altitude. So like I'm fighting at high elevation and, you know – Do you with, wear a mask? When no, you're I don't. Okay. I don't. But with the thing is with high elevation – um, obviously there's less oxygen. It's, uh, much more difficult to breathe, uh, which means it's harder to perform, right? You're just going to get gassed out much quicker. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when you're weight cutting, you know, in MMA, you weight cut to make weight and, uh, that takes a huge toll on your body. And I want to do as less of that as possible. So I'm just trying to get down to as close as 185 as I can. So for reference, I fought at 185, my last fight and I was 203 on the Monday and I had to weigh in on the f Thursday. Hmm. So like I caught a decent amount of weight and wow. Yeah. Like so, that's like, yeah. So you just, to, to begin with Tom, you're a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I appreciate you're, you're, that. You're a bad motherfucker. Appreciate I mean, that. if no one knows Tom is MMA, UFC, uh, uh, MMA, MMA fighter. MMA yeah. Fighter. Yeah. Um, Originally from Stratford? Originally from Stratford. So I grew up here, went to St. Mike's. Did you go to St. Mike's? No. Where'd Central. you go? You went to Central, eh? Bullshit. I went to yeah. St. Mike's. Good school, good yeah. people, just, yeah. I went to St. Mike's. Mr. Richardson, if you're watching this. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, I went to St. Mike's, and then I moved to London. Lived in London for eight years. I was at Western. Mm -hmm. So you um, went to school for? I went to school. All right, there's, this is complicated. I was in school for like... A bunch of different things yeah. i was i went in my first year at western got kicked out because i got bad grades yeah. went to fanshawe for two and a half years took business marketing then went back to western took sociology and criminology and then i graduated that and then did an online program at fanshawe for human resources okay. so technically i was in london for roughly eight years did I, you graduate yeah yeah fucking right yeah so i got You're just enjoying the journey yeah <laughs> I, I did i i graduated with business marketing okay. sociology degree yeah. and uh human resources diploma yeah. so yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about school no right? fuck that we're not here to talk yeah. about school not at all no um so yeah just a little backstory so um the first time i don't know if you remember this so First time that I ran into you, yeah. um, I was up, we were up at uh, the Kitabala. So no I way. I yeah. um, with a bunch of people, and I was a young lad. Like, I was probably like 19, my first year going out. And when you go out, yeah. you know, you're a fighter, so it's probably different. But you go out, you're like kind of intimidated. Yeah. And with the group that we went with, I was like, shit, like if we ever get, you know, down or, you know how, yeah, it, yeah. You know how it is, right? Yeah. You go out, you're like, you, you never know what's going to happen. Ran into you, yeah. Just from knowing people, I was like, okay, Tom's here. <laughs> I think we're what what here. year was this? Oh man, it was 2019. 2019. It was definitely before COVID. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't been since COVID. Kitabala is a great time. Banger spot. Oh, Bang uh, is your place near there? Yeah, it's. 
Where like where's it's like your five point? minute walk to be honest? Five minute walk. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the so stories nice. at that dance floor can, <laughs> can tell, but um, yeah. So the glorious and sons are there this weekend, actually. I love those guys. Yeah. No. Um, the key's awesome. The so my one of my best buddies. He worked for Molson in Great like in Muskoka, and he had a he was living in Gravenhurst. Yeah. So I'd go there all the time and. It's it just the, the only shitty thing is with the key to ballot, like you can't get cabs after. Cabs, bro. Don't oh even my get me god. Started. So Holy it's god. like at at this point, oh it's like, god. is it even worth it now? <laughs> like, because like I remember the one time we went and we couldn't get cabs, and I ended up like walking to like this guy's place from Kitchener and like partied with his parents for like all night and stuff. <laughs> yeah. it was, you have to yeah, do that. Yeah. If you can't find a cab. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do it. So um, yeah, that's kind of the backstory and how we met, and then yeah. obviously your 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 MMA career is kind of it's taken off. Yeah, it's taken off. So yeah, um, I want to dive into that. Um, so you're five and four. Yeah, you up. You're five and yeah. four, and right off the top, like I said, you're a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I appreciate like you, that. You uh, you knock some you knock some people out. Yeah. Is so that how usually like yeah. you're a striker? Yeah. That, so that would you say you're a striker? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a like I would say I'm a very like i'm very well known as a striker uh, i do work a lot of wrestling and we might see that in my next fight um but yeah so i'm five and four as a pro then five and one as an amateur yeah and like my amateur fights like i like on paper they're not considered pro but like you look at the amateur fights nowadays they're wearing like shin pads and like this and that when, when i was yeah when i was amateur i would go show up to like at a venue in Michigan. Like my very first fight was at the Joe Louis arena, um, in Detroit. And like, I, That's I, I get man. there and like, Legendary I'm wearing like four ounce MMA gloves and like no shin guards. Like I've sold I've, out. What's that? Sold out. Uh, no, 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 not no, even no, close. no. <laughs> no I'm not Hopefully even one day. Yeah. Hopefully not even close, day. but, uh, yeah. So basically like I count my amateur fights as like pro fights as well for sure like in in my head like obviously it's not like you're, they're, you're they're, kind of attacking it like a, yeah a because because like they're the rule set was basically like in a, a pro fight because you're not wearing the shin guards you're wearing the four ounce gloves the only difference was there's no elbows in there's three minute rounds as opposed to to five minute rounds but like i did weight i did major weight cuts when i was an amateur i did training camps as an amateur like i took it very seriously mm -hmm. and so like I've, my very first amateur MMA fight was in 2014, and so I like I've been doing it for a long time now. My next fight will be my 16th uh, MMA fight. That's, that's so hilarious. like that's I'm just hilarious. I'm at that point where I'm just like I'm super confident. I know what I'm doing, and like the process just feels much more natural to me now. Yeah, and and you know you you touched on it a couple times here now. The cut. Yeah. You know us, us being big lads like that, like the the mental toll does it yeah. take a mental toll on you i mean like yeah. you have to meet so say you don't meet a weight yeah you're done yeah you're so done? there's uh th it all depends so like if you miss weight by like two or three pounds the, your opponent could like either accept the fight or not accept the fight okay. then he takes some of your your uh earnings, earnings? yeah um but if you miss weight by like 10 pounds the yeah. fight's just not on like even like like I would have you ever say, had that? no, I've never. You personally, but someone hasn't matched weight. Um, there's, I, I've had opponents miss weight, but like one of my good buddies, uh, he actually fought in the UFC. I always bring this up in, in chirp. And when I was an amateur, it was like 2016. Okay. He was fighting pro, and uh, the motherfucker TJ Laramie missed weight by 10 pounds. 
10 pounds, man. That's a, that's ten a truck. Pa- yeah, t- he missed weight by 10 pounds. Um, so I like to give him shit still yeah. for that. Yeah. 100%. I would yeah. Yeah. 100%. Cutting. Like, do you, you stick to a, a, an ultimate? Yeah, ride? so I used to cut down, like, when I first began fighting, I, I, I was competing at like, one. what does your cut look right now? Um, like you're, you're about three, four weeks out. Yeah, so right? right now, to be honest with you, today I felt super low, like, low on my energy just because I had a really tough week of training and I took an off day today. And so I, I like, basically carb loaded. I got a bunch of nutritious meals in me and... I want to be ready for tomorrow in the next five, six days, days right? So yeah, basically like I, I don't remember the last time I've taken an off day, maybe like two weeks ago. Wow. So, uh, there's a toll on your body, man. Yeah. So I just like kind of woke up today. I'm like, ah, like it's, it's not it today. Like it's just not going to happen. I'm, I'd be better off with an off day. And so usually when I'm, when I'm training, like I won't eat until like, I don't know, maybe like 1 PM. I'll just, I love having coffee. I just drink black coffee. Oh, you're a freak like that. Oh, I love black coffee. I drink that in the morning. That helps me out. And then usually I'll, I'll eat like roughly 2000 calories. Um, eh? yeah, but like, I mean, it's tough because like, you know, you're, you're counting your calories, you're weighing your food. Um, I used to be a fucking freak. Like I used to like be at a buddy's place on a Friday night and they'd be like, they'd order Domino's pizza or something. And they'd be like, Tommy, just have one slice. I'm like, nope. If I have one slice, that means I'm mentally going to break. And I'm, if I mentally break now, then I'm going to mentally break in a fight. Like, I used to go into yoga and, like, uh, do hot yoga for an hour. I'd just be drenched. Fuck and yeah. and I would just be like, my, every, everyone's, like, drinking water yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I'm not drinking any water. Yeah, I, I got to, like, I got to, like, I can't quit. Like, it's just, like, I would just, like, kind of fuck with my own head like yeah. that. And what has it taught you? Like, I feel like so many people... <laughs> Not so many people. I shouldn't say that. The 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 lions among sheep in life. Yeah. They, the lions, you know, they understand that they're capable of going on beyond their mind. Yeah. So, so you you not eating a just one slice of Domino's. Yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck? But you're like. I can't do that. Yeah. Fall off the rails. Yeah. Everyone was was like looking at me like, the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? You know, like it's, it's just one slice, and yeah. I'm like, nope, not happening. And like. The thing is, as I don't know, maybe in life, but like as a fighter, it's just like all of it is sacrifice. All of it is suffering. Like the more you suffer, the more you sacrifice, the more that you're, that you're going to succeed. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like I that's that. just the way I'm – that's just my mentality. Like at this point in the game, like I've already sacrificed like a shit ton. Like I'm – I don't even like have a social life anymore, to be honest with you. I don't really do much. I, uh, I'm i just focused on like work and, and fighting and, you know, just kind of – like putting all my energy into myself as opposed to like going out and, and doing other things, right? Because yeah. back when I was younger, I just I love the party, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you have to go through that. Phase. Uh, you have you to. Have you to have. If you don't go through that phase, you're kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Real. Like you have you have yeah. no social life. But, yeah. You know what? What does that tell you about yourself? You know, you're, you're yeah. resilient as hell now. Yeah. And that if you are in a predicament where it's a yes or no, you're gonna go with whatever benefits you. Exactly. And I feel like that's exceptional for even a fighter like you you talked about having a mindset just eating i keep on going back to it yeah eating a piece of pizza but then relating that to in the octagon yeah like your your discipline off off the octagon has to be the same as on the octagon exactly you must have learned a lot from yourself doing that like that man like that's great discipline yeah so like uh 
Must like, have been tough though. Like, yeah, oh, it's shit. for sure. Like especially like especially when I was in university, like like I a training camp usually consists of like eight weeks. That's basically like more than half a semester. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And so for like for my last year of school, I went through like a training camp from October to December and then January to March. And like I'm just like that was difficult for me because I knew that was my last year of university. Mm-hmm. And like when you're in university, you just want to have fun. And like yeah. you see all your buddies like going out, having fun, hanging out. You want to be a part of that. But now I don't like you got you get a lot of FOMO. But now like I don't really get that FOMO anymore. I prefer actually to stay in and, and you know, like feel good the next day, have a good workout the next day, feel good on the Monday. And uh, you just kind of learn to adapt basically. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and your body learns how to adapt too. And I feel like a lot of um, I feel like society is kind of shifting in that. I mean, if you want to, you, if you want to attack something like you have, yeah, you know, you have to sacrifice those Friday nights, those Saturday nights. Exactly. Like you have, yeah. You have. As I did my research, um, I've had many nicknames: uh, Bearcat Bizey. Bearcat Bizey. Yeah, you uh, you get called uh, the Greek Warrior. Yeah, the Bearcat Bizey. How, how how does that how does that come about? The uh, Greek Warrior. Um. So obviously, I'm. Do you Greek. like that? It's okay. Like it's <laughs> it's nothing. Like it's like kind of. Man, when I look it up, I looked it up, and then I did my I did my little research yeah. on you, and it was just like a nails full yeah. of these guys. <laughs> the Greek warrior. Yeah. I was like, I gotta bring this. Yeah. Man, no, how did you get that? Um. So just from training at the gym, like, uh, you know, the, the jiu-jitsu coach at her gym, he's like the Albanian nightmare or something. Albanian because he's, he's Albanian and then like I'm just I'm Greek and they just start calling me the Greek warrior my buddies do it as a joke now but like I don't know it's okay I guess yeah. I don't know I could think of so many other nicknames but you can't like make yourself no. your yeah. own nickname right not at so. all, not at all. Yeah. how does it feel when you when you when you get to that point where you're like okay it's fucking go time um like does your body all right so does yeah so like shift? for my last fight like just uh, hold that. I, I'm not yeah. like when you like you you're going in with a mindset from an outsider's perspective. You're going in. It's literally you and a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like this guy wants to rip off your fucking head. Yeah. And you want to take off this guy's head as well. Yeah. You know there has to be some mutual respect there too, though. No. For sure. Yeah, I definitely respect every single one of my opponents. Uh, but at the same time, it's yeah, know, like respect is in like. I respect you enough that I'm going to train my ass off to mm-hmm. beat you up because I respect your skill set. Yeah. I respect that you can like fuck me up. I respect that you could break my jaw. So I'm going to have to like do something about it. Right. So yeah. it's uh, crazy. It's yeah. Crazy. So, and, and sorry, going yeah. back to it, your mindset, like I, you know, I've, I've been involved in sports. Yeah. Obviously fuck, it's 10 minutes before a game. I'm thinking, well, shit, what's going on after yeah. the game? Right, but but with with you, like you're you're going in alone by yourself. What was your first fight like? Do you remember it? Yeah, yeah. Um, my first fight, yeah, like I said, it was at the Joe Louis Arena. It was in, uh, it was I believe it was August or sorry, April fifth, twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, at that point, I had been training for five years. Um, and That's a long time. Yeah, it was a long time, and I had been training with like UFC fighters, like guys who were signed to the UFC, and I was getting them ready for their fights. And so, like, at that point, like, at the level I was competing at, I knew I was just way better than um, all the other guys I was going to be competing against. And so, my first four amateur MMA fights, I knocked my opponents out. I think my first first one was the second round, 
Next three were um, the first round. And then, so I was 4-0. And then I got a fight to fight for the Canadian amateur MMA title in Calgary for an amazing promotion. They are called Hard Knocks. And then my opponent was Alex Martinez, who's an amazing fighter. Him and I are actually really good friends now. We trained in Vegas together. Yeah. He actually fights for PFL, which is like, a league just under the UFC. Like, the, he basically, like, they, they've got UFC caliber fighters. But anyways, yeah. So, I fought him. was 4-1. and one, um, Then fought for another one more fight and became 5-1 and one and um, turned pro. So, yeah. So, you're, middle, you're middleweight. So, yeah. Now, I'm middleweight. I was 155. Um I fought at welterweight 170, and then now my next fight is 185. My last fight was 185, and then probably my next one will be 170 again. 170? Yeah. What, what way do you like fighting with? What uh, way do you like fighting with? I'm sorry, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, I think I'm, my frame is really good for 170, just my, my fighting style. Um, you know, it is a lot of weight to cut, but like the, I mean, at 185, I'm carrying a lot more like body fat. And stuff at 170, I'm pretty shredded. So you know, oh, yeah. you know, especially with your friend. I don't, I don't mind that. So I mean, yeah, I think 170 is perfect weight for me. Yeah, yeah. And and when we'll, we'll get into the training right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, break down what your training looks like. Um, I usually so like I've got my whole schedule set for, um, for next week. Basically, like tomorrow. Did someone set that for you? Or? Um, I usually go over it with my coach. So him and I'll go, oh, like, what did we do last week? What? There's a lot of variables towards this sort of stuff, like who, what type of opponent you're fighting. If you're fighting a grappler, you're going to be a lot more grappling-based. If you're fighting a stand-up guy like me, I'm going to be, you know, looking to throw hands more and, you know, getting my conditioning up and that sort of stuff. And, for example, my fight is in uh, Johannesburg, so the elevation there is really high. So got to make sure I'm, I'm, you know, tiring myself out in training and, and doing all my conditioning and that sort of stuff, so... Um, like to say like what does your training look like is like a pretty vague question because like there's just so many variables so many, yeah, there's just so many variables that go into that and like when someone asks oh how do you weight cut like what do you do there's just so many variables that go into that it's like you know yeah so well, it's opponents where you're fighting exactly like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so would you fly in like a week early yeah I'm, I'm flying flying a week early for this fight yeah this fight specifically a week early just because uh the i want to get climatized to like the um the times difference um the elevation there the flight's going to be shit like it's 20, 20 hours said, 20 man, hour that's, flight that's, so that's that's all going to be shit fun. airplane yeah too, man. it's uh yeah so i mean you like the last thing you want to do is fly there like two days before and then you're just completely fucked up from the travel mm -hmm. and you're not acclimated to like the time zone and that sort of stuff and for this one so we're just, you know, usually I fight in the States and like I'm there like three, four days before max. So, yeah. That's lit. That's fire. Um, also, when I was doing my research, um, even though you're a bad motherfucker. Yeah. You fought an even badder motherfucker. <laughs> and he goes by the name of John Jones. Yeah, No, no. Francis Ngannou. Francis? Francis Ngannou. Okay. <laughs> Complete, but still. <laughs> Right, take us through that. Even more, even more nails. Uh, all right, so 
for anyone who doesn't know, this guy's the heavyweight champ of the UFC. He's 265 pounds. Big lad. I'll put it in here. Um, and he's black, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's even scarier. Yeah, he, yeah, he adds that intimidation. Yeah, back, yeah, but. yeah. Um, basically what Man, happened. Man, like going toe-to-toe with him. Yeah, so I was just training in uh, in uh, in the States, in Vegas, and he was training at the same gym. Um and like basically, you walked in on him. He no, like so. It's just like we're we're at the team practice. It's just yeah. at the team practice, and, uh, and it, it, was it like a you come here? Well, no. So it's like I'm wearing like I'm wearing like a a a, a wife beater shirt. I guess you want to say. Okay. And I, like I looked big at that time. I was like two fifteen. Oh, okay. So I was a big dude, and like he just looks at me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to go around?" I'm like, "As long as you don't kill me." He's like, "As long as you don't kill me." I'm like, "Okay, this guy's kind of funny." Like you know. I'm like, sure, whatever. And then I take that round off before. Then I just see him pounding this guy. And I'm just like, damn, like, am I really going up against this guy? Like, this guy, I don't know if you've seen his knockouts. They're absolutely wild. Like, he's the craziest. He's the most intimidating guy in the UFC by, like, by far. And so I'm just like, damn, I got to fight this guy. And then, like, we kind of start going toe-to-toe. Like, you have as, your a, own? as a round goes and, like, we're going toe to toe and like I'm kicking him and like he's hit me and like his shots are hurting me. He ends up taking me down and just like smothering me, beat me up. And I just kind of like was telling myself, well, this is going to be like the shittiest moment. You know, this is it right It'll here. The best moment. Yeah. 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 Then like he asked me to go round two again and uh, we basically did the same thing. So it was a cool experience. Right on. Yeah. Right on. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Was that probably the. Aside from your competitive fights, like, yeah. have you fought anyone else like oh. that, to that plateau? Yeah, like I've I've trained with like a shit ton of guys that are like UFC superstars and like you know fought for titles and that sort of stuff. But I would say that one one hundred percent was like the coolest experience because like this guy is a U like is a UFC heavyweight champion. First of all, he's got like first of all he's a heavyweight champion. Second of all, he's got like some of the craziest knockouts in the UFC. Third, he's one of the biggest stars in the UFC. And, like, he's just an intimidating guy, just a massive star. And I'm, like, and I'm fighting him. So that was definitely, like, That's by cool. far the coolest experience for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Especially, like, you know, when you look over and – Dude, you're you're gonna remember that for this year. Oh yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. That, that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, where where have you all traveled? Said Vegas. Yeah. So I've been to I've been all over the states. Been all over Canada. Like I've even fought in like Fort McMurray. Like some random places I fought are like Fort McMurray, Lethbridge, Grand Prairie. Like what? yeah, yeah. What? Fought in BC. Fought in Detroit. Like down. In, in the southern states, been to Thailand, did a training camp in Thailand. Um, Thailand go, must have been cool. Yeah, Thailand was. Did you do some traveling there too? No, I just literally just trained there for two weeks. It was like it was really cool. I lo- I need to go back. So yeah, Thailand was cool. Um, I've tri- like I went on a family trip and like in been a bunch of family trips in Europe and like one of them was like the last time I was in Europe, I uh, it was like overlapping into my training camp, like my first week or two. And so I was like training in Greece and Italy when I was there, which was pretty cool. So yeah. And now my next fight's in South Africa. So that's, that's fun. Yeah. Would you ever like fight? You go there for, you know, two weeks prior fight. Would you ever stay? Um, South Africa. Yeah. Thailand. The thing is, it's like, you're gassed. Well, when I'm, when I'm fighting, it's like, 
my main purpose is to go there. is to fight yeah. and like my my mindset is like there is like on fight day there is no there is no tomorrow like today's a great day to die like nothing nothing matters other than like this day and so like planning a trip after like while you're in training camp it's like i, I just it doesn't feel right to me like everyone everyone always like hey are you gonna stay it's like yeah. and i just can't ever explain it it's like ah, it doesn't feel right to like plan a trip after business. yeah i'm there to i'm it's there to fight trip. like people are like oh you're gonna go like travel around in south africa i'm like maybe but like i'm there to fight like that's what I, i'm i'm there to focus and fight and like yeah it's cool that i'm going to like these places and there's a reason why i like going to these places and fighting like because it's it's their their amazing life experiences oh, yeah. but at the end of the day i'm just there to win so yeah. yeah and i guess that is a life experience at all yeah it like, is you just ripped off probably you know three of the top of my bucket list yeah it's at the top of my bucket list. yeah i want to go there but you get to experience that and do something you love too. Exactly. That's um, talking about doing something you love. How'd you get into fighting? I mean, like you have to be, you have to be a yeah. rare breed to want yeah. to punch in the face, man. So, um, you know, like I'm from Stratford, and like growing up in Stratford, everyone wants to play hockey, right? And uh, I just, yeah. I just, I just quit when I was like 15, and uh, like, and that's when I kind of started watching UFC, like on Spike TV, like I was like, oh, like turn it on, oh, this is pretty cool. Then I started watching it more and more. And like I remember the one of the first times I watched UFC, it was it was Ultimate Fighter, like season like six or seven. Mm -hmm. This guy just like catches his kick, uh, then like punches the guy in the face. I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. That's the coolest shit I've ever seen. And like even prior to that, like growing up, I always loved like wrestling my brother and like my cousins and like watching WWE. Like you go to family. Yeah, you like all we would do was like, dude, all all we would do with my cousins and my brother, it was just like play fight. We would just get together and like. I'm not saying like oh like we would like we would like fist fight we just play fight like yeah. you know just it's it's fun and so was you it know, limited resources I mean like you said Stratford hockey community yeah so resources? I guess you got London yeah so I'll get into that so I basically like long story short like I I started watching UFC and then um, do you know Shay Mezraka no no okay so she's she's a year younger than me her dad. Um, has like this karate kickboxing school. Do you know Max Milk? Like right across yeah, yeah, from Max yeah. Milk. Yeah. He has got those 99 cents yeah. chocolate milks. Yeah. Yes, so they, he had that and like he still has that, I'm pretty sure. And my dad, like, I think used to train there a little bit. So then I went there with my best friend, Greg Simons, started doing that. But then it was like, it wasn't like what I was looking for. It wasn't like the MMA, Muay Thai kickboxing sort of stuff. Yeah. And then so I started going to London, Ontario started driving there and then like basically the rest is history so right on, yeah you recognize a lot like fame wise um it like going to the bars in like london For or sure. something like around here stratford london and then um toronto like some some like just hey like you're that fighter guy like yeah, you're, I always, the, you're that guy that beats up you're the world. guy you're the fighter guy then yeah. like a lot of guys will just be like hey remember me <laughs> like <Yeah>. just <laughs> pretend to remember yeah, them yeah yeah, yeah. Other than that, like, yeah, just from like around here, I would say generally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. You, uh, where do you see yourself going to fight? Um, like, you know, you see all the, all the. Have you had any major injuries? Let's um, like, knock on wood, no. My last injury, uh, was April first, twenty twenty one. No Conor McGregor injuries, right? No. Like so I, I was getting ready for a fight, and I was, I weighed one ninety. Then my other buddy was getting ready for a fight. 
and he was like 230 and like we were just throwing at each other just like when him and i get together 230? yeah when, when him and i get together and fight it's just like it's just dumb like we just we we fight like way too hard and basically like i was backing him up and he went to kick me and i just put my arm up like this i blocked it i go oh my arm's broken dude he's like no way i'm like like yeah, you my arm's broken. I'm like, I just drove myself to the hospital. They're like, yeah, it's broken. So that's basically the only major injury I've gotten thus far, and it took me like three months to recover. Yeah, it was yeah. a joke. It's kind of cool, man. Like you know, with with you know other sports, there's many teammates, other players you can watch. When you're in the ring, bro, like yeah. it's just you and him. Yeah. And what does it feel like when all the eyes are on you? Um, you got like so. For instance, are you gonna fly with your family? Like, does your no, family? No, they, no, they'll just watch. Um, but uh, well, but, but, yeah, and and like all the eyes are on you. You know what yeah. I mean? And how does that feel? Like, that's that, that that has to be cool. Like, you got like your coach, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, people in the stands. You got the ring girls. Yeah, the, the ring girls. girls. Hot ring girls. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you get used to that sort of stuff. Like, all eyes on you. Like, yeah, there are, but like, you, you just kind of block, block it. You out. just block it out. Like, I don't even. I used to think about that and, like, want to look cool in front of the camera and, like, punch the camera and, like, do cool things. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of douchey, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, whatever. You can do that if you win. Yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's, I'm just, yeah, you're just kind of, you just kind of get used to that. Like, at first, like, my very first televised fight, I was super fucking nervous. I'm like, what if I slip and fall and, like, yeah, look dumb when I'm yeah. walking out? Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. But now it's like, yeah, just do your own thing, yeah. so. What, what rings are, uh. What song are you coming out to? I like old school rap, so my game yeah. just came out with a new album today, actually. Yeah. We're gonna post this podcast on your week your yeah. fight week. Yeah. But the game actually I Okay. To to him. I love the game. So I actually walked out to uh, One Blood by the game one time. Um I You you have like the cape on and everything? No, no cape. No, just you you were I'll wear like my uh my t shirt with like my sponsors, sponsors and then like yeah, uh my, my huge, MMA right? gear um but yeah so like i i walk out to like old school rap like 50 cent and eminem uh yeah. patiently waiting that's a big one i've walked out to twins by big pun um dead wrong by big and eminem um fast lane by eminem hard yeah so just sh shit like that so yeah. Yeah. so uh getting back to it kind of rerouting where do you see yourself you know um it's takes a toll on your body man yeah Takes, takes a toll on your, takes your, toll body, on your body, yeah. Day. Like you said, with your training, you're, you're doing everything. Yeah. You're doing everything different every day. Yeah. Right? So you're using different parts of your body. Yeah. Um, differently. So you obviously take great care of yourself. Yeah. Right? But um, where do you see yourself, you know, um, five, four months, you know, down the road, years? Definitely, uh, definitely, like, I'll be doing this for a while, I think. Like, it's just a part of me now. Uh, it's just I love doing it, and uh, I'm getting to that point where I'm getting much more experience, and like I'm taking better care of my body. I'm knowing, you know, I'm getting better at mixed martial arts as a whole. You're young, man. Yeah, I'm still young. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, it's like you're 93. The, yeah, the average age of a, uh, a UFC fighter in my weight class is like 34 years old, oh. and I'm 28. So it's like, well, I'm turning 29 in October. Same shit though. You know what I mean? Like I people people are on the outside that uh like don't know much about fighting. They're like, Oh, like, you know, you're still doing it, you're older, but like the reality of the situation is it's not the NFL where guys have like a really short lifespan. 
you know, hockey, even like you see guys that they peak at like 25, 26. Would you, what would you say guys peak at in, in the NHL? What year? 28, 29, yeah. 26. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got so many young guys. That's what I mean, right though. Now, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. you know, I, I feel like hockey, you know, once you hit that like 33, 32, yeah. age, you're kind of, yeah. you know, disintegrating. Not disintegrating, but you're not that irrelevant. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. But yeah, you're young. Yeah, so Super like young, and like you said, like taking care of your body, it's huge. Yeah, huge. yeah, and the the thing is, the thing is with um, mixed martial arts that makes it so unique. It's like you can't turn professional until you're 18 years old. Like legally, you can't. Damn. Okay. So so like there goes you know however long that that is, and then to to be able to like sign to. The UFC, for example, you would need like at least 10 pro fights. And to get 10 pro fights, that's probably like, if you're lucky, that's like three years. Like at the very, like at the very, very minimum, three years. And so like that leaves you at 21. And the thing is with fighting, it's like the older you get and the more experienced you are and the more you're learning, the better you get, right? So like, the older you get, the better you get because you're always learning more. UFC, the angle? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or like Bellator or something, you know, like whatever, wherever it can make I'll money. I'll buy that pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. If I can't find it on Stream East. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't find it hacking, but yeah, yeah that's, that's the angle. Yeah. I, fuck, I, I can't tell you who else have done it around, like, yeah. done it around here like you have. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, like, that's going UFC, man. Like, yeah. That's, that'd be sick. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah, I know. That'd be awesome. Like, so That would be fucking... I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Like, that, that's fucking awesome. I mean, you, you see... You see... You get so much hype. You get so much hype around like a big fight. And Nate yeah. Diaz. I, I don't watch a lot of UFC. Yeah. I'm definitely going to start to educate myself a lot more. I, yeah. I have gotten... You know, I have educated myself a little bit more. Um you know, you you would watch you like right now. I I, I love watching Nate Diaz's knockouts. Yeah, bad yeah. The, the, like you said, man. Who, the, who who did you watch growing up? Like who who, fuck, who motivated man, you? Probably so, a bunch. Yeah, well, there's well, like my very out? first guy that I was like that got me hooked on it was this guy named Quentin Rampage Jackson. Rampage Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just this big black dude oh, that was yeah. knocking out every guy and like he was a light heavyweight, two hundred five guy. And just like so intimidating, like like he would knock guys out so hard, and like he was not only entertaining like fighting. Yeah. The thing is with mixed martial arts, you got to be entertaining outside of the cage, right? Like you got to have a personality for sure. And, and I like think you do, you 100% yeah. Do. And like mark, you got to it's gotta market the yeah, fight. exactly. You got to be marketable and that sort of stuff. And if you're a guy that's like, oh, like you know, you're not. You're not entertaining outside the ring. You don't know what you're saying. Like, no one knows you. Like, the UFC doesn't give a fuck about you. They don't. Like, that's the reality. You have to make of it. yourself relevant. Yeah, exactly. And so he was one of those guys that was so good at it where, you know, he realized, you know, it's a business. And, you know, if it's a business, it means, you know, getting myself out there, being funny, being me, you know, doing that sort of stuff. And he was amazing at that. And uh, not only that, but his fights were super entertaining. Yeah. So. And you know what? Uh, speaking about entertainment, like there's a lot of, I, I feel like society shit, I feel like sports have shifted um, yeah. dramatically. I, I feel like a lot of personalities are showing nowadays. Yeah. And if you don't have that entertainment, there's a guy who got drafted by the Lightning uh, 30th, 31st overall. I can't remember, but he is 
uh, Howard, like he he showed up in a fucking turtleneck and yeah. he's like, I I might as well be the best dressed here. Yeah. Like you have to you have yeah. to you have to, you have to stand you out. You have to stand yeah. out. You doing these podcasts, the ones that we were talking about before. Yeah. It's like this shit will get seen. Yeah. And it will catch eyes. And yeah. when it and for me personally, like you know, we're sitting here in a fucking office you know, in the middle of Stratford. And for me, it's like, okay, I just need that one set of eyes. Yeah. Just that one set of eyes to see something. Yeah. And maybe it'll just take off. Yeah. And for you, you're seeing, so many other people are seeing you. Yeah. And I feel like you have a great personality, obviously. Appreciate that, yeah. But you have all these eyes on you. It's fucking not happening. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Fucking yeah. And and it's 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 fun. It's exciting. So I'm, I'm pumped, man. That's, yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, no, like, I... I Dude, I don't know anyone else that could that could make the UFC. I don't know anyone. That's, 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 <laughs> Do you hang out with a lot of guys from Stratford still? Uh, like, is your friend group in Stratford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot of friends in Stratford. Like from um, that play that were that were like you went to school with in Central. Yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up playing baseball here, playing hockey. Yeah, so I have a lot of friends in Strathy for sure. But I'm trying to explore. Yeah, you know, trying to trying to connect, trying to you know expand that resume to. You know, shake more hands, you make more yeah. money. Kind yeah. Of thing, right. So, are you ninety eight or ninety nine? Ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm a ninety nine. So. so damn. That's how old is that? Twenty two. Twenty three. Fucking right. Yeah. yeah I have a you're, that's your perfect birthday. I want you to guess my birthday. Perfect birthday. Yeah. Perfect birthday. It's in April. Oh, April twentieth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Four twenty nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, that's my birthday. You know what's shitty is I'm getting drug tested for this fight and I can't yeah. smoke weed. I haven't smoked so weed in like three months. So you smoke, obviously. I for, love smoking weed. Yeah, bro. Yeah, well, so here's the thing. Like, I I get like, I get like heavy phases where I'll do it like all, all the time, or I won't do it at all. And like, you I'll, think that's good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll just like. How's your clarity? How's your clarity? Because right <laughs> now I haven't I haven't smoked uh, for I would say three months. And I have had better clarity. Like I've really, been doing eh? this stuff. I think it. I think it makes me think more. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah like, Hell yeah! It bro. makes. I think it makes. This is sounds dumb, but I think it makes me a bit smarter. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I just like think more than yeah. like I'm just a if, lot more creative. I'm a lot more creative. That's the right yeah. word. See, yeah. if I was baked, I would. I would have thought yeah. of that word. Yeah, dude. But um, yeah. even like even I if I would go for a run or something. I would need to smoke weed. Otherwise, like I would have a shitty run because when I run and I smoke weed, I get alone in my thoughts and I'm just like, don't think I'm tired. And I'm just, you know, so into the music yeah. and like, I'm just way more into the run. And I just music like, couldn't, <laughs> and I'm just like run way harder, way longer, way faster. Yeah. You know, love working out when I'm, um, when, before, like after I smoke weed and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. So I don't just smoke weed and like sit around. I, Smoke weed and like work out. That's my favorite thing. I got told this by a great buddy of mine. Um, he said that if you smoke weed and you lay on a couch, you're gonna be high. Yeah. You're gonna feel like shit. You're gonna overthink. You're yeah. Gonna get paranoid. If you smoke weed and you know what the fuck you're doing, you good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it still green? Yeah, it's still green. That was yeah. If you smoke I was just making weed sure, yeah. and you have, you know what you're gonna do. You focus on the task, bro. You can accomplish yeah, the world. So true. Like a lot of people in university, they were into Adderall and that sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you ever tried that. I, I never did no. either. But like, 
everyone like would just be in the library just on a bunch of Adderall and just like right yeah like they're like done. oh like where do I get out like I, the amount of times that I got asked like where could I get Adderall it's like I don't know I don't yeah. I don't do that yeah, but like beat people up. yeah <laughs> I don't do that yeah. but like uh yeah like I would just kind of just smoke weed instead. so do they so even though it's so is it it's legalized obviously yeah but you can't have it in your system because weed gets out of your system what three days um so i like to be honest with you is it random drug testing yeah so first of all it's random drug testing second of all it's um it's basically like i don't know what the cutoff is because there's certain there's like there's different different commissions have different cutoffs like maybe some one commission will be like you can't smoke weed for three days because like those levels will be still in you and you know this and that but then other commissions will be like if there's any in you at all yeah. which could be linger for like up to th 30 days yeah. then like your fight gets basically scrapped so it's like if i go down there and let's just say i smoke weed 30 days before my fight yeah. and then i win and then i get drug tested then my win would turn to a no contest which just a, like a, a no contest would be it's not a draw it's not a win it's not a loss it's just a no contest like mm -hmm. there's it's a it's basically like it's on your record, but it doesn't count as a win, loss, or draw. Yeah. It'll be like it'll see like it'll say one and C. Yeah. So like the whole like the whole point is to go down and win, right? Yeah. And at the same time, for me, it's you like get distracted, man. No, the thing is with me, it's like okay, well, it's either when I smoke weed, I'm gonna do it a lot during training. It's gonna be a part of my routine, or it's not gonna be part at all. So like for me, for this training camp, it's like. I can't smoke weed, so I'm just not going to do it at all. Like, oh, I'm not nice. going to be that guy to go, oh, I'm going to stop right at the 30-day mark. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Like, I can't do it this fight. Whatever. It's fine. Well, if you, if you can say no to a cheese pizza, <laughs> yeah. you're good on that. Yeah. You're a strategic guy, eh? Yeah, I am. I am. You're very, uh, you make a lot of Very stories. calculated. Like, the way I, uh, the way I said it. correlate with your fight, too? Um, like, when you go in there, do you, you go in there with the game plan? Like, you study this fighter? I study him the shit ton, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you could say I am calculated because I study my opponent like a shit ton. Um, I like the way I calculate my my weeks for training, the way I calculate my meal plans. Like basically every single day to like the, the hour. Now that I think about it, is calculated. Oh, I'm doing this this hour. Like I've got reminders. Sleep, of, sleep for sure. I'm I calculate like Apple Watch. Fitbit. Fitbit, eh? So, um, Have you ever heard of the... Um, whoop? Whoop. Yeah, that's good, too. Are you guys allowed to wear... No, no, no. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be cool to see, like, your heart Jacket. rate and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, when you get, like, punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> your heart rate goes up. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I calculate, like, my sleep, well, yeah. my sleep, my heart rate, like, all that shit. Everything's calculated. It goes so. into a system? Or yeah. Uh, well, it's just got, like, this Fitbit watch. and then your like coach the, can see it? The app. Yeah. Then, like, if I'll wear a heart rate monitor when I work out and, like, I'll see what, what my heart rate is while I work out and that sort of stuff. So, and then I measure my food and, and you know. So food's tough, man. It is, yeah. But then it's tough. I mean, I so I was a big lad. Yeah, I was a big lad. Um, I showed up to my first ever OHL camp. Uh, it's two hundred and forty-five pounds. What? At sixteen oil. years old, bro? No, I was eighteen. Eighteen years old, two hundred forty-five. We just won the Cherry Cup. Oh, you? Just oh, wait, you're on that team? Yeah, we on the. Uh, well. Before they went on the Cherry Cup in the Southie, I was a year before that when they, we just won the Cherry. Was it the Stratford, on Stratford? Uh, no. Where? No. 
it was Elicity. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, I was Stratty, saying... Stratty gassed me. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, Stratty gassed me. No way. I won, I won rookie of the year that year. No way. And the Good GM for you. GM that gassed me and said I wasn't good enough to play in the league handed me the rookie of the year. No so, way. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, bro. That's sick. Yeah, That's a so, good story. Yeah, yeah, Didn't you play so, in the OHL too? I did. Yeah. So I showed up to camp. 245 and they're like listen like dude that's huge what were yeah. you doing man like fuck i i had my party face yeah i had my party face but um i clocked in and and i i realized like fuck i gotta get together and i realized like it's fun doing that shit like yeah. tracking everything but it's long man like you got your scale and everything yeah like that, right? like, well the, the thing is with 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 me what i find it's like i'm either fully like in something or i'm fully out like when i'm fully in training camp i'm calculating everything i'm like i don't even want a cheat meal at this point because like i love just like being like being so dialed in but then when i'm like let's just say a week after my fight it's like i don't even want to look at the gym i just want like beers. just beers like Pizza. shit food like yeah. all like anything like I'll even smoke darts, like, you know, like, like, yeah, like, I'll just go buy a pack of darts and, like, just fuck it, like, because I can do it. it, Yeah, Yeah. like, that's, that's, like, I'll just get, I just kind of just, like, let loose for a little bit, and then, like, obviously, when it gets, when I have to dial dial it back in, I have to dial it back in, right, so. Well, man, like, you, like, right at the top, your, your mindset when you're disciplined outside of the octagon. It's gonna show inside. Yeah, and uh, you know that that fucking that dude, you're motivating me. <laughs> like, that, that's fucking awesome. Like, have that discipline. In yeah, your life. It's like fuck, like even today, like I'm driving home, fucking starving. And I wolf that. I wolf down a, a chicken wrap. Not the not from not where? The, not Swiss chalet. Not the not the worst, but not the best. And it's definitely like, not the best. Yeah, no, like no, there's but, nothing good yeah. about it. <laughs> I, I had a salad. Fuck. Uh, I messed up too. I put the sour cream. Oh yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, that's not even a salad at that point. I know, man. I was just so dialed. It's just a burger without the meat, Um, basically. But yeah, man, like that's that's sick. Yeah, and and your discipline um, shows. Yeah, it just has to. Yeah, mindset towards everything. Like you, uh, you know, you have to be. You have to be in a mind. What is your mindset when you go into a fight? Um, first, what's your mindset leading up to the fight? Um. Usually just like... You cut like, off a lot of people. You cut off your social life. Yeah. You um, distance yourself from, you know, the bad foods. You, you yeah. nail down your diet. You nail down your routine. Just like, super focused. Like every single ounce of your day is going towards, uh, you know, getting better. And uh, like even my buddies are like, come out and like hang out. I'm like, I'm not drinking. They're like, whoa, like you don't have to drink. I'm like, I don't want to be around people. I'm just like want to be focused. And, you know, because like going out and doing things, you're just not... You're not focused on that sort of stuff. Other people may be different that are in my situation. Hey, like I like to go out and Everyone's like yeah. you know do things, but for me, it's just like I just like to remain focused. And then obviously leading leading up to the fight, like uh, you know the day of, like a lot of anxiety and that sort of stuff. And then you know in the locker room, anxiousness, like, yeah, tingles, like, like, like you're just like yeah, like super, like you're scared, you're anxious because like there's a lot on the line. Like first your health, second like your reputation, third like your record, fourth like you know, you want to win your career. Like there's just a bunch of shit on the line that it's like a lot of it comes down to that moment. So it's like, fuck, like, you know, this, this is a big day for me. Um, but then when you kind of get in there, like when you, when you walk in the cage, it's like, it's, it kind of all goes away a little bit, honestly. So not, not, not a lot runs through. 
Not much runs through. No, no. Like I don't like. like yeah. Would, would you say it's routine? Like one hundred percent. Like yeah. the like the way I fought my last fight was what I was exactly doing in training, and I wasn't even thinking in my fight. It was just what I was doing in my training for my last training camp. I did in my fight, and like that's basically how it went. So okay. yeah. Right. And um, how do you deal with you know? The down days. Everyone has the down days. Everyone yeah. has, you know, the, the bummer days, the, you know, days you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. You just want to smoke. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Uh, have you ever went through, what's your biggest adversity? Uh, my biggest adversity? Yeah, you've been through. <laughs> oh, my. My biggest adversity. <laughs> Holy no. Fuck. It's uh, been a long day. <laughs> my biggest but, adversity. No, yeah, like, how do, you, how do you deal with adversity? I mean, you, you're, um, you're, you're up and coming. You, like, how? One of my questions I was going to ask earlier is like you you fight, um, but there's a long period of time there. Yeah, your fights, eh? Yeah, is that on um, you? Is that why you don't you don't want to fight that? Long? No, no, definitely not. Like, um, like I feel like there's I, just a I'm lot. Not of, a fighter, obviously. I'm not a fighter. Yeah, but you know, if you're if you win, yeah, which you do, yeah, you don't you want to go? Again? Yeah, the, but there's just a lot of moving factors that go towards a fight. Like, you don't just go, hey, I'm going to sign up and fight. Yeah. Like, first of all, like, you got to you gotta have a fight offered to you. Then that, you got to accept that offer. And, like, your opponent's got to accept that offer. And, like, there's a lot of negotiations of, like, money and then, like, you know, travel and you know and then like and then like your medicals like to in order to fight like you need an mri for some places then you got to submit your medicals on time and then you you can't get injured in training and then your opponent can't get injured in training and like there's just like a shit ton of variables that like no one understands and then at the end of thin glass yeah there's a lot of thin glass so like at the end of the day it's like yeah, I would love to compete more, but like it's just out of my, it's out of your control at the end of the day. Like a lot of guys get get lucky and they're they're able to compete and they have those opportunities in there. You know, they they live in in places that do have a lot of MMA fights. So, for example, in Ontario, there's like four shows a year, I would say, and like that's not much at all. You go to you go down to Florida, you know, there's a, an MMA show every weekend. Right, so yeah, it's it's just completely different. Would you would you want to associate yourself there? So the thing is, um, like what, as much as you know, Scotty's a hometown, and yeah, like that. Do you feel like you need to be in areas that will be willing to give you those kind of? Okay, so here's the thing, though. When MMA is a business, okay. So when they when people put on MMA shows, they're looking to make money at the end of the day, and. When you get a guy from Canada fighting on your show in Florida, you're not selling tickets. Like I'm the the, the main the main way that it's these entertainment. Get, yeah the main the main the main source of income for these the main source of revenue sorry for these events is selling tickets. And if you can't sell tickets, these guys don't want to have you on the show. So like they're gonna book two guys from Florida who are like from around the same area. So then people could know them and then they'll drive there and then they'll sure. sell tickets they'll sell beer and all that shit but then for for me to go down to fight in florida like it would just be a huge expense for them they'd have to pay me pay pay for my travel pay for hotel this that bullshit that they don't want to pay for because these promoters are very stingy people that just are penny pinchers yeah. so like that there's like politics in itself that like i don't really want to get into because it just fucking fires me up you know what i mean like it just fires me up so yeah yeah. yeah. do you see yourself like living 
down there in that area? Yeah, I for sure would. Like if the right opportunity arises and yeah. I get like a visa or something, yeah. I would 1,000% do that. Yeah. Going a nice little jog in the morning. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so uh, a, a year back, you yeah. lost a pretty significant person yeah. in your life. Which is crazy. Yeah. So Monday would have been... Uh, Monday was a rough day. The the Sunday actually was a really rough day because uh, um, my girlfriend she she passed away. It would have been two a.m. in Greece, but then it would have been like around seven or nine. Seven. Not we're we're thinking it was around nine p.m. our time. So like she died, like around the time she died on Sunday, I just like had a fucking huge panic attack and like called her mom, and like I was like honestly like freaking out. It, it was not good. And um, it was, like, one of the bigger panic, panic attacks I ever had, basically. Um, so that's always shitty. But, you know, like, having to deal with that sort of stuff. Um, How did you deal with it? Um, the first two and a half months, to be completely honest with you, I didn't leave bed. Like, what my day consisted of was, like, I'd wake up in the morning, steal two of my dad's cigarettes, smoke them in the backyard, and then, like you know, go upstairs, sleep all day. My mom would order me food. And then like, I try to get myself up and running again. So I moved back to Toronto. And then the, those first two weeks I was there, like I was still like, I would say like disabled. Like it, when you're that depressed, Bro, you would, it's yeah. actually like a disability. Like it's, you actually are just like, not like you're just a shell of a person. It's actually fucked up. Like I didn't think that, like I didn't know that it was that possible to be kind of that fucked up. But, um, yeah, I just like, I basically all my day consisted of was like getting up to go to the bathroom. I would order Uber Eats. I couldn't cook for myself. I couldn't clean. I couldn't do anything. And then I got into a training camp and then like my training, I texted my training partner who's actually fighting right now, uh, in, in uh, Bellator. So anyways, I texted him. I'm like, Hey man, like super depressed. He's like, you got a fight coming up. You got to come to the fucking gym. And I, you got a fight coming up? yeah, I, so I, I, so at that point it was October and I was fighting in December and like, I just like was telling myself every day, like, Oh, I'll get up and train like tomorrow. Then like, it just wasn't happening. And so he finally was like, yo, you got to get the fuck to the gym. And so I drove to Niagara Falls to the gym that him and I trained at together. I worked out there, I puked maybe three or four times. Cause like at that point I'd been smoking cigarettes and I'd just been like, you know, going out, having some drinks with some bodies. I wasn't partying because at that point, like, I felt that it would be disrespectful to her if I partied and, you know, did stuff like that. So I kind of just kept to myself and my immediate, like, family and friend group. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I, I puked and then I felt rejuvenated. I called my buddies. I'm like, I feel great. Like, I just trained. I worked out. So basically what I'm trying to say is the way I deal with that sort of stuff in my life is through martial arts. That's my outlet. Yes, exactly. Um, and so ever since she's passed away, it's just, I've just like basically solely focused on myself and my martial arts and, you know, work and making sure that I'm happy and taking a priority in myself, not, you know, not trying to make other people happy, not trying to like, have this like social life that's sort of fake of like going out all the time and like partying because like yeah that sort of stuff is fun but at the end of the day you just meet a lot of fake people right um and so you got to just stay true to yourself and true to like who your actual real buddies are um and so my 
you know, way of dealing with that sort of stuff is just training all the time. So, yeah. um, what were your, your coping mechanisms? Um, like I say that as in, you know, um, you know, truly man, like I, I personally have never experienced something like that. I hope you don't dude. I, and it's, I hope I don't. Either. Yeah. It's not um, fun. You know, I, I, I couldn't even imagine yeah. you know, what you went through. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that, to that certain point. Um, but I find a lot of, I find a lot of gratitude in what you, what you did. You didn't, you didn't do what you, what most people. Yeah, no. Yeah. 100%. And and you, you did what, you know, what you love. Yeah. You put your passions, you put, you know, all your emotions in it. And man, like I, I, I I didn't know you before this podcast and you know, I, I can, I can honestly say, I, I feel like you, I've become a better person. Yeah, a, for sure. No better fighter. 100%. I think it's just like made me have like a different uh, perspective on life. And, um, you know, it just made me appreciate. It's valuable, man. Yeah, it's just made me appreciate different things. And, uh, yeah, like the whole situation is like was just eerie. Like we began like the very first time we hung out was August 8th, 2020. And then, like, ever since that day, we had just been, like, super close. And, like, we started, like, officially dating, like, three months after, or sorry, two months after that. So, yeah, two months after that. Yeah. And then, like, during that time, it was, it was COVID, right? So, like, mm-hmm. things moved quickly, like, in a good way because, like, good, there was right? nothing. Yeah, we, other, there, yeah. We, we, like, we spent so much time together. She moved in in, like, May. Like, she just brought all her things. And, like, when she said, like, hey, like, I'm going to like move in. Like I was like so fucking pumped. I was okay. so happy because I was so in love with her. I was like, I was so, I was just so in love yeah. with her. Right. Like, yeah. and like, I just couldn't imagine life without her. And, um, so she, like I, like I stated before, we, we started hanging out August 8th, 2020. She died August 8th, 2021, 365 days later, which is crazy. Like, I don't like that just doesn't seem real to me. Whoa. It's like, and her oh. sister and I were actually talking this week. Like she felt like something was like off too, because like that week she did like a bridal shower for her, her sister that was getting married in September. And like, they hadn't seen each other in a long time or hung out much. And then like, she like threw that for like through this amazing party for her the week before she died. And then like, she was also like, going to like see a bunch of her friends like that week and like which like she never like she did hang out with her friends all the time but like she was seeing friends that she hadn't seen in a while and then like you know that when she was leaving she wanted to like go on like the night before she was leaving she wanted to go like on a to to a movie and like for dinner and i'm like babe like i don't really want to like i had a bunch of shit going on that week like i was supposed to actually do this fight uh last oh, year shit. yeah shit. this is this was the fight i was okay. supposed to do last year okay. and then i had to pull out because of it yeah. so like i was getting ready for that and then i had a bunch of shit going on for work and so like i was like kind of stressed and like i was like oh like i don't really want to and like i could tell she's a bit disappointed i'm like okay no it's fine like we'll go we'll yeah. go like had a really fun night with her like spent the night at her place and then like the next day i drove her to the to the airport and like we had like this incredible goodbye like this fantastic goodbye. Like she, like we hugged and kissed for like 10 minutes. And then like, she was like leaving. And then I'm like, wait, babe. And like ran back to her, like just like picked her up, like out of a movie. Like it's crazy. And then like, I took like this picture of her where she's like just doing the peace sign. 
like saying goodbye and it's just like it's just crazy that all that sort of stuff happened it's just like it's almost like predetermined right i just don't know how to explain it but um well you got me feeling some type yeah of it's it's like, crazy you got me, me memorized yeah like, yeah i um i i believe in a higher power yeah um you know i don't know about you it's everyone has their, their different views on it but um i came across a quote um about six months ago, I can't remember it to a T, but it said, God doesn't send the toughest battles to the weakest people. Yeah. And I believe that, you know. I've been, yeah, I've, a lot of people sent me that quote. Yeah. Because of what's, yeah, what happened. Exactly. Right? So. And you know what? I, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll never speak for, a, for a, a person because everyone has their own opinions. Everyone has their own values. Yeah. But, you know, for you, um, you know, I find that, you know, if, if anything, did it kick you into another gear? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, just like I, I, in a, in a very, in a very, uh, loving gratitude way towards you. Yeah. Like, did it say, you know what? I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to do it for her. Yeah. 100%. Like 100%. Even like, and even if it's in like a, um, um, in a killer kind of, you know, yeah. But you know, I, I believe in, I believe in angels. I believe in everyone yeah. watching and dude, don't tell me for a fucking sec. Don't tell me for a second that she's not. Yeah. No shit. No shit. I completely agree octagon, with that. Right, bro? So the, the thing is, it's like, she, I was like, okay, I was so in love with her that, like, I was like, hey, babe, like, you know, she knew how much I love fighting. But, like, at the same time, I was like, hey, like, I've, when you're a fighter, it's just, everything's about you. Like, you know, your your whole lifestyle is just geared towards your fighting. Like, you can't go out, can't go out and eat dinner and that. And, like, you're not making that much money just when you're just fighting, Right. So like I wanted to start doing things for her and like start spoiling her because I loved her so much and like giving the life, giving her the life that I thought she deserved. And I go like, I don't know how much like I'm going to fight anymore. She, and she was like, no, like you can't give it up because like, you know, like not for me, like you can't be doing that. And then so um, it's just like she wanted it as much as I wanted it, which is crazy. Like you don't find that in in partners in life. Like if you if you meet a girl they're they're gonna like i don't know it's happened with my buddies and you know sometimes they want the certain things yeah they want certain you know and it just doesn't work out unfortunately but no she was incredible about it she's just like no i want you to do it like i'm so proud of you like this is what you want this and that and it's just like when she passed away it's like okay like i literally just have to do it for her now like i have to make her proud now so yeah did you how did you know like okay you know what and I, 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 I've never asked questions like yeah. that before. So it's fine. Go how, ahead. How did you, how did you, how did you, you were like, okay, you know what? It's time to kind of time to kick it up in gear. Yeah. How did, you know, it's kind of, she, she, I love her. Yeah. She's always going to be here. Yeah. I believe in that. I have faith in that. Yeah. It's time for me to, to prove kind of like myself move forward type of thing. Yeah. Um, so because there, there's, you know, there's a lot of people that go through um, a phase in their life where they're like, okay, you know, I got through the bad time. Yeah. I did it. I'm on the other side. Yeah. How do I, how do I find that extra gear? How did you do that? Um, so I would say like that day when I went and trained and like I puked, I 
instantly felt better and i'm like damn like that's really all I all needed. the cigarettes are yeah, <laughs> i'm like damn like that's all yeah. i needed to do like because yeah. like at the end of the day fighting is a lifestyle right yeah. and like when i'm not fighting and i'm not training i just feel like shit and just goes in a deep spiral like i gotta be working out or doing something otherwise i'm just gonna get depressed and my mind's gonna run and and then what comes with that is like eating shitty foods and just putting shitty things in your body and you know it's you you got to just for me it's just basically staying disciplined and um you know not ruining myself like i don't like i i do love to drink alcohol and and that sort of stuff but i i i, I prioritize that much more when i was growing up yeah. which is which is fine that's what a lot of people do right i feel like you should do that yeah, growing up for and then, sure you know in a in an early 20s yes. like my age kind of your age like 100% i was doing that until like probably like 26 maybe okay. 25 okay. and then like like i was gonna say my age like then you start to kind of like yeah figure you're it. still you're still like in that age man like yeah. i feel like i've kind of grown out of it already yeah i've never really been a, a big partier going out yeah. type guy i'm still fucking socially awkward <laughs> yeah you yeah. know your anxiety just dies yeah roof, but yeah no but uh i think what would also change was uh covid hit right covid was tough oh man that was Did brutal. you fight during covid you so couldn't. I tried to like the whole time. So basically COVID hit March, 2020. I was supposed to fight in like April and May. Yeah. And then obviously that like went, went AWOL. But basically it was like, it was crazy because the lockdown began March 16th. And like, I broke my finger March 14th. So like that put me out for eight weeks. And then I kind of like was getting back into it. Um, but the thing was like when I was starting to get back into the training, like I had some friends that were like going to each other's places and like there there's like four of them sitting around like a kitchen table and they're like drinking. I'm like, what? Like this isn't doing anything for me. Like this isn't fun. This is just like making me feel like shit. Like I'm going to stop doing this. And so I would just like not go and hang out with my buddies. I would just work out. And then, you know, I'd wake up the next day feeling incredible and then kind of, you know, r rode that momentum like leading on like after COVID, right? Because before COVID, it just, it's just like, it was normal. Like, yeah. hey, like go and socialize, hang out with your friends. Like that's a normal thing to do, this and that. But then obviously when COVID hit, things started to slow down. And then I met Sam. And then, you know, I spent all my time with her and, you know, just training. So yeah, you have good balance. Yeah, yeah. You have good balance. Balance is key, man. Yeah. Balance is real key. Yeah. Um, won't take much of your time. We got a couple questions. Yeah. What's your ear situation? My ear, right here. Yeah, like yeah. I've seen. Uh, Do you Khabib, see the cauliflower ear? Khabib, yeah, yeah. cauliflower ear. Do you like, see, feel just, it. Oh, feel that. Feel, right. Okay, I feel that. It's like hard. Oh, it's hard as shit. Yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah, so what happens is um, it's from wrestling, right? Do you get ringed? Like, it just rings or what? No, this is from wrestling. It's not from getting punched. Oh, shit. So it's when you're, when you're, Basically, what happens is your 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 head is going. That's why Khabib's ears are yeah, so Yeah, it's, it's just a it's a wrestler's. Ah. Um, so basically, what happens is like the cartilage in your ear gets like it kind of just like I don't know how to explain it. Basically, like it gets all messed up. Blood starts to uh, pool in there, creating a hematoma. And then if you don't drain if you don't drain the blood out from your ear, then it just like kind of sticks in there and just. It is what it is now. Yeah. So like, there's nothing. Well, you I can, can really do. tell in the streets who's fighting. Yeah. You just look yeah. at your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Shins. You kick. Yeah. You say your striker though. We talked about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, like my my shins like right now they're not banging. I'm talking up. like you kick. Yeah. Have you ever went shin on shin? Oh, no. plenty of times, oh, dude. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh. It's the worst. Oh. Yeah. I'm such a pussy. <laughs> I'm such a pussy. <laughs> oh man. Well, listen, dude. You were you were an exceptional guest. I appreciate uh, you having me, listen, brother. I, I, Give me one of these. Seriously. <laughs> um, let everyone know what's the deal about your fight. Um. Hold on. Hold on. I want you to tell. Um, deliver a message to the audience um, just about staying consistent in your life. Okay. The biggest, should I, take your time. I can edit this out. Okay. Um, but yeah, what's the what's uh, a message? Because I find talking to you, I find a lot of consistent, consistent, yeah. consistency in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, you have great balance, like I said. Yeah. Um, and how, how do you find that? What would you say to a, a younger foe that, you know, kind of knows what he wants to do in his life, yeah. knows what she wants to do in his life? But doesn't want to, you know, get that FOMO or, yeah. um, you know, doesn't want to sacrifice those Fridays. Like, this is a fucking, yeah. this is a Friday night yeah. um, in the middle of summer. Yeah, at crazy. Like, we're, like, well, I would have never yeah, done that, like, man. four years literally. ago. Literally. Even getting, last year yeah. for me, like, yeah. fuck, go pound salt. I'm yeah, I'm no kidding. Um, so, yeah, how, how, what would you tell someone to, you know, stay consistent, stay? Um, I would definitely say, you know, find something like if you if you're passionate about it if you're passionate about it then like i mean just stick to it work as hard as you can and then those days where you know you do start to get the fomo um you know it's gonna it's gonna happen early on but uh, after a while you're just not gonna feel the fomo at all um you're gonna actually it's gonna feel very reward rewarding to do what you do and to love what you do and to succeed and be passionate of what you do. So, I mean, I would just kind of remain focused and stay disciplined, which is the biggest thing. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So on God. Yeah. <laughs> on God. Okay. Plug your, uh, plug your fight here. I'm going to, okay. Be yeah. Why don't you, so when you, when you, uh, post this, why don't you post the link in like the comments 100%. or something? So, 100%. all right. So I guess we could find the link to my fight in the comments. Um, It'll be August 8th. Or no, no, sorry, not August. No, Jesus, I was going to say, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> you got a flight to get to. <laughs> It'll be September yeah. September 8th. It, yeah, right after it's, a long weekend? Yeah, so it's on a Thursday. And I'm not sure what time my fight will be on. Yeah. But because it's in Johannesburg, um, it'll obviously be during the day here. So, like, it could be around, you know, anywhere from, like, 12 to 4 p.m. So, uh Leading up to the fight, I'll know, you know, more of when, what time I'll be fighting at. But uh, he's gonna post a link in the comments, and uh, yeah, let's watch, watch Tune me, in. watch me fight this guy. It's gonna yeah, be a what's sick his time. Name? Uh, Petey Coxon is his name. Petey Cox. Petey Coxon. Petey Coxon. Yeah, it's gonna be an entertaining fight, man. Like he's from a fan's perspective or like a spectator's perspective. You know, he's a boxer. He's a vet. I'm a kickboxer. Uh, we both like to stand and trade. He's known for being exciting. I'm known for being exciting. Okay. He's from Johannesburg. I'm representing Canada. Like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I love it. Petey, you said? Petey. Petey. Well, listen, thanks for watching. Leave a comment. Hit the hit the link. Uh, watch his fight. Support Tommy. Fucking great guy. Even better fighter. Um, thanks for watching. Like, subscribe. Petey. Say like, subscribe one more time. Yeah, like, subscribe. <laughs> 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 Petey, he's coming for you. He's going to be the shit out of you, too. <laughs>